SHW. This is our wrestling. This is insane what we're seeing right now. We're going out tonight. It's been a long, long time. Make sure I look just right. Going down. Heads up, heads up. Here comes the spread. Oh, hail the queen. Another spear. Will it be enough? No, not, not this like way. This. Not like Come this. On. No. This is just bedlam right now. Hey, hey, hey. What, what is going on here? You've got to be kidding me. Holy cow. And now, the voices of SHW, Brandon Benefield, Gerard Barner, and Diana Michelle. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. We took a little hiatus for the holidays, but we're officially back. It's the official podcast of SHW. SHW, this is our wrestling. I'm B-Double Brandon Benefield. GB Gerard Bonner, the lovely Diana Michelle. I'm coming off a big high because the Georgia Bulldogs are national champions. Then the same year that the Braves won the World Series. Uh, and not only that, but all of us are two-time award-winning champions. Uh, commentary of the year, announcer of the year. Uh, you guys, I'm just, I'm, I'm bubbling over here, guys. How's everybody doing? I feel like I should be getting a check or something. Hello. <laughs> Funny how that makes everything better, right? Oh my God, everything. <sighs> <laughs> so how's everybody doing? I just I I saw you guys last week at SHW thirty five, but yes. prior to that, we took off the whole month as far as doing the uh, the podcast here yeah. via Zoom, and so uh, this is our first time saying what's up to the uh, SHW faithful here. What's yeah. up, SHW faithful? And happy you New guys Year. missed the show Friday night. You know what is wrong with y'all? Yeah. I mean, there was 350 people there, minimal. Mm -hmm. But come on, man. If y'all were not there, what's going on? I need to know. I need answers right now. Right now. Leave it in the comments. If you weren't there, right. what's your excuse? What is your excuse? And it better be a good excuse. <laughs> like, somebody better be at a funeral or something at oh, uh, 8 o'clock on a Friday night. Well, let's hope okay. that's... Or that they might have gotten snowed in in Tennessee, or they ah. might have been ill, or... I don't know, you know. Uh, There's a whole but happy thing. new year, everybody. Happy, happy 2022. <laughs> Wishing oh. great things for the new year for you guys. Yeah. And uh, I think it started off fairly well for us. That's safe yes. to say. So yeah, if, if you're playing. <laughs> yeah. If, you're, if you're unaware, if you're unaware, uh, they just announced the GWH awards earlier this week on uh, a Tuesday night, actually. And uh, SHW once again represented pretty well. And yes. SHW it's, itself is the promotion of the year for the third year in a row. Three time. Uh, who else did we have? We had Joe Black, wrestler of the year, two time. Yep. Two time. Danny J, female performer of the year, four time. Four times. Uh, Chip Day, two time technical wrestler of the year. Mm -hmm. uh, Gary Lamb, of course, three time promoter of the year. Mm -hmm. uh, Diana Michelle, two time announcer. Mm -hmm. GB and yours truly, two time commentary. Uh, any other SHW I'm missing there, GB? You got the list? I think you got them all. You got them all. Off the yeah. top of my head. How do you like that? Yeah. Very well done. <laughs> yeah. Very well done. Absolutely. But, uh, but the thing I like about uh, being promotion of the year is that that kind of, you know, and I think Dylan even made a post about, about it earlier this week. That kind of encapsulates everything. You know what yes. I mean? Like, sure, there was somebody else got match of the year, another promotion got, uh, you know, promo of the year, or whatever the different other categories were. But when you're promotion of the year, I mean, that, that just means you got it all. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So. And to take one of Gary's words, I mean, it takes a tribe 
and we have an awesome tribe. Yes. Yes. That we have an amazing team and I love how all of us come together uh, playing our various parts to do what we do and to make SHW work. And to me, again, what's great about these awards is uh, they are voted on by your peers. So to me in the music world, it's equivalent to the Grammys, right? Yeah. It's equivalent to those kinds of awards that you're voted upon by your peers, the people who work with you, the people who know about the business and they know about your work. So for uh, the wrestlers and the wrestling community to call us the best promotion, for three consecutive years, that says a whole lot. So thank you Much all. Love and thank you guys for voting. And uh, let's do it again. Let's. Let's do it again. Absolutely. We are, the three of us will be looking for a three-peat. Uh, yeah. Promotion of the year, looking for four in a row. Now, what's mm -hmm. so cool to me about SHW getting it three years straight is that the first, because we started in October of 2018, okay, right. SHW did. And so that first year didn't really count because it was just a, a couple months, you know, a few months. a few months. And so, you know, we weren't even up for in the running, but the first full year that we were in existence, we won it. Yeah. And then ever since then, we've won it each year since. And that's just crazy yeah. to me that you, uh, a promotion just starting out, uh, starts out at the top. And, you know, each year since then, everybody's been trying to knock us off and it hadn't happened yet. So, and I don't see it happening any, anytime soon. Uh, but uh, yeah. And here's, here's, I think the other really good thing about it. Number one, it speaks to vision, right? Yeah. Like the fact that Dylan and Gary had a vision that was different than everybody else in the state and they were willing to go with it and go with whatever came with that, you know, people being upset. And, you know, if you haven't seen the documentary, go watch the documentary. You can learn all about how this thing was created because I think that's a great thing. And one of the great things that greatness does is it brings everybody up with it. And I think that's what we saw this year in that a lot of other promotions really fought hard to not just be named best promotion, but to put out quality product that really was a result, I think, of all of the things that SHW has done over the years in terms of production, in terms of layout, in terms of just everything. And we saw that influence in all other promotions. So whenever you can bring everybody else up with you, you've done a great thing. Awesome. Yes, totally. Absolutely. And uh, I, I just know that the year of 2022 is going to be bigger and better than ever. Because uh, I, I feel like, despite what the rest of the awards may have said, uh, that 2021 was one of our best years at SHW storyline wise, yeah. uh, all the shows were knocked out of the park and I just thought we killed it, you know, and, and it was so good to be back for a full 12 months, you yes. know, after the craziness of 2020. Now, granted there is the, uh, everything is still kind of lingering right now. And we're still, we're not out of the woods with this whole state of the world right now, but mm -hmm. compared to 2020, 2021 was just such a breath of fresh air and to be able to come back, for a full slate of shows every single month, uh, what was really awesome. And of course for us, three of us, uh, to be able to be up for an award where we worked the entire year, you know, because right. in 2020, yeah, we, we won the award. We, right. Yeah, we won the awards, but it was like, we only got to work half the year, if that, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. and to so be able to put in a full year's worth of stuff yeah. uh, and then people to still go, oh, these guys are the best, you know? <laughs> it's, yeah. Makes, makes you feel good. So it does. Uh, yes. 
you know, people say can say what they want about the awards, but I, I was uh, excited and honored to be not only nominated, but then to win it as well. And I know you guys were too. So uh, it's award season. We're feeling good. Like I said, Georgia just won the national championship. So it's all good from where I'm sitting. 2022 <laughs> is off to a great start. <laughs> I mean, I can't complain. And we just had an amazing show on Friday. Mm -hmm. What were you yes. going to say, GB, before we get into that? No, I, I was going to ask you, you know, I know during World Series time, you, you went over to Truist Park to watch some of the games. Did you gather in any large place to watch the, the national championship Monday Unfortunately, night? Unfortunately, uh, I did not because okay. for some reason they have the championship game on a Monday night. Uh, had right. it been only on a Friday or Saturday, I would have definitely gone to the Battery or, you know, a big sports gotcha. bar or something. Okay. But unfortunately, some of us okay. have to have actual jobs and have yeah, to get up early. Yeah. And the game didn't get over till like one. Speaking of, I was mm -hmm. at work while my boss was at the game. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> there you go. Wow. <laughs> so he just got back in on Wednesday. But yeah, he called the office, of course, on Monday. It's 12 degrees up here, but we're getting messed up. We're going to the game. And they were having a ball. And I'm just like, I'm going home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just going home. Yeah. Well, so could, to kind of touch on what you were talking about, similar to what the, they did with the Braves. So when the Braves won the World Series, which, by the way, it's still super surreal to me that within right. the same year, not, technically not the same year, but the same season, yes. that we get a Braves World Series trophy and the Dogs win the national championship. Dogs had won a national championship in like 41 years. For the Braves, right. it was like 26 years. Uh, right. It's just super surreal to, to get it at the same time. Um, but, hey, it's, it's good to be a Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia fan at this I feel point. like the curse is broken. I'm, and I'm going to be honest with you. I love the dogs. I do. And I was always a dogs fan. I'm always going to be a dogs fan. And there were times when I'd have football parties at my house and I would cook pots of chili or we'd have hoagies or I'd make, you know, homemade uh, – Salsa, I mean, everything. We had people coming in at my house, watching football all day long, and it was always a Georgia day. Always, always. Decked out head to toe, red and black. Uh -huh. Life happened, you know, whatever. It just stopped being fun when, you know, people changed and stuff like that. So I honestly have not watched a full game in about seven years, and I'm going to tell you why. Wow. Every time I flipped the channel to Georgia, something bad would happen. So I felt like I was a jinx. Wait, that was, was you this whole time? Yes, it oh. was all me. Look, I didn't even watch the Alabama game where they lost this year. But mm -hmm. somebody said something to me on Facebook, and I responded. Oh. <laughs> now it all makes sense. It was sense. me. So I did not even watch the championship game. I oh. waited until it was over, oh, heard man. they won, and watched the highlights. Well, I will tell you what, Diana. Thank you. You're fan, welcome. I would like to thank you for your sacrifice. <laughs> Because uh, and now that the curse is lifted, maybe I can watch next year. I don't know. Should I leave yeah. it alone? I don't know. Well, that's now you got me in a bind here. I'm not sure what the best idea is. <laughs> I'll just, but you know I'll, what? We've I'll got it. it. We got a trophy. If we don't get yeah. another one next year, it won't be the end of the world. Although it would be it. nice to repeat again. But uh, mm -hmm. yes, I don't want to be the cause. <laughs> well, maybe she watches game one, right? Go, and yeah. if the first well, game no, of the season, all it they... takes is one play. <laughs> uh oh. Okay. One play. Look, that undefeated season where they only lost to like uh, Auburn or LSU or somewhere, where they only lost that one game. That's the yeah. game I watched. Um, that was the only game I watched. Okay. And I stopped yeah. watching it. That that was the last time I've watched. 
I well, you know it. what? I ain't mad at you because we won this year. We, you know, Braves won this year. Like, it's all good. But what I was going to say was, so the Braves had the parade, right? And so I ended up going yes. to the parade and then going to SHW that night. Right, right. Well, the dogs are having a parade in Athens on Saturday. Yes. Saturday. Like 1 o'clock or noon or something like that. Are you going? So I'm up in the air right now because I'm also going <laughs> to the Outlandish Paradise show in Canton. You got to have a ticket to get in. Saturday night. Right, yeah. right. So... It's going to be a long day if I decide to go all the way to Athens and do that. But at but, least you're not calling the show, right? But it's been 41 years since we've won it's a national championship. 41 years. They're and you're doing right. A parade. They're doing everything inside the stadium that's presenting the trophy and everything. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's going to be a big deal. Oh, hey, there. 41 years sounds like once in a lifetime, right? Like it hasn't happened in our lifetimes, yeah. right? So well, I say, well, I'm just saying, it hasn't happened in our lifetimes. Go with me. So I'm just saying, it's one of those things that you do because, like, it's not a guarantee that, you know, do it. you will Go. know it's going to happen. I say do it. You already have your ticket to Zicky's show. Yep. And you don't have to Sleep be there Sunday. early. So exactly. It's a good point. Exactly. It's a good point. So, listen. So live and make the memories now versus regretting not going later so it sounds like saturday is going to be a very busy day but so you got this anybody else wants to join me i'll be again apparently i'm going to be in athens and then I'm going <laughs> you to be might need canton. a driving partner so, yeah and yeah. then i'm going to be in canton saturday night because if uh you've been following shw the last couple of months zicky mm -hmm. has made it a point to come out the last two shows and yes. give like a 10 minute infomercial promoting outlandish paradise which good for him it's gonna be a great show uh it's just been cracking me up i'm like what's going on here this is a <laughs> turn to do it to the horse team absolutely yeah. but uh oh my god who beat him up when he was rolling out of the ring and he was still selling tickets he was rolling out of the ring <laughs> who was that uh, it wasn't was this past show it was last was show. Cyrus? Cyrus? oh the last show it was it was sal renaro sal, sal. Yeah. Uh, I'll yes. be up and he was still rolling out the ring selling tickets. Yes. 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 God love him. Consummate salesman. But we even had a, <laughs> a little bit of a crossover because at the end of his match last week, uh, Evil Uno popped up on the screen. Sure did. Challenging him to the main event on uh, this coming Saturday at the uh, Outlandish Paradise. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Proof that anything can happen in SHW. And everybody's so. going to show up there. So. Mm -hmm. I'm really excited about do. Thunder Rosa, though. I really, really am excited about her. Thunder Rosa is going to be there? Too. Yes. Too. What? <laughs> yes. She might be one of my favorites. I might? But I have to remain unbiased. GB as a commentator. Um, but you're not commentating this show. You can be unbiased. Right. Exactly. You know how it's so weird to be going to the action building and not. And not. This will be. Let me. I'm trying to think. Except it's your for first when, time. Except for when I saw a concert there that was like Rich Ward's band was playing. Well, Other than that, yeah, for wrestling What concert. band was that? What band? Uh, Guardians oh, of the Galaxy. Well, they were, oh, Fozzie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's right. I forgot we saw Fozzie there, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Duh. Uh, but, yeah, it's just weird to go to a wrestling show and not – because ever since the very first show, when I bought tickets in October of 2018, then they asked mm -hmm. me to do commentary, and so I never actually went to the show to watch the show. Yeah. Did they give you your money back for the ticket that you bought? We gave it. We gave the ticket to a buddy of ours. Oh, cool. My sister actually paid for the tickets, and then uh, I would have paid her, but then I didn't go, so we gave the ticket to a, a buddy. That's <laughs> awesome. Anyway, awesome. That is awesome. Golly, how just things happen in that it, crazy. 
and it's hard to believe how long ago that was. It doesn't seem mm -hmm. like that long ago sometimes, but then sometimes like, wow, that was, that was right. three, three and a half years ago, whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we're going down memory lane here. We got a show to cover <laughs> yeah. uh, this past Friday. It was SHW 35 kicking the year off in, yeah. uh, in a big time way, um, as we always do, a uh, yeah. big time show. And where, where should we start, guys? You want to just run down the card, run down the match order? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So let's see, kicking things off, Kevin Ryan. If you'll mm -hmm. recall, Kevin Ryan and Jordan Kingsley formerly made up the tag team of Not Yet Rated, mm -hmm. who were also members of the Honor Society. Uh, and they've had some bad blood over the last few months. Mm -hmm. The stipulation was they were picking each other's opponents for this show. Yeah. Jordan Kingsley picked uh, Adam Priest, who mm -hmm. was making his SHW debut. And I'll be totally honest with you. I, I was a little familiar as far as I'd seen him on AEW Dark a couple times. Mm -hmm. But as far as other indie promotions around the Southeast, I had not seen him personally. Uh, but I've heard good things. And according to Jordan Kingsley, who joined us on commentary the other night for this match, uh, the, you know, these guys, Adam Priest and Kevin Ryan, were, had a bit of an ongoing feud themselves, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which I think is why Kingsley picked Priest as the opponent here. But uh, I thought it was a great way to kick off the show. It was an, uh, an amazing match, and it was, uh, I think, Adam Priest impressed the SHW crowd that was unfamiliar yes. with him. Although there was quite a, a contingent there that was chanting for him right away. So yes. I don't, I feel like a lot of people did know who he, who he was, but uh, how'd you guys feel about it? I was impressed. Yeah. I mean, like you, I didn't know a whole lot about him. I knew his name, uh, meeting him before the show. He was a very nice guy. I didn't know what to expect. He came out, he handled business and he laid into Kevin. Um, yeah. I want to see more. I want, him, I want him back. I want to see what he can do next. Seems to me maybe he will be. I don't know. He, he did come out to kind of, give a, a helping hand against Kevin later on in the show. So who knows? Mm, I like it. Yeah. I, I too was quite impressed with Adam priest. It was my first time seeing him in action and uh, I got to give a shout out to Jordan Kingsley. You know, if you're going to pick your poison and pick an opponent, that's going to be problematic, get somebody who, you know, they can't beat or who, you know, has their number. And yes. he did that with Adam Priest. And I thought that was a brilliant move on the part of Jordan Kingsley. So I think if we're talking about outsmarting the other, I think Jordan gets a check in that box for his choice of Adam Priest. Adam Priest is a great wrestler. He reminds me of a wrestler who I likely can't name on this show, but he is so he reminds me so much of this wrestler in terms of style, in terms of presentation, in terms of being super crisp. Like when I saw him, that's the first person I thought of. And I was just like, you know what? This priest guy has got it. And so I was impressed. And I learned something about the SHW faithful as well. They are an incredibly diverse and well-rounded group. Mm -hmm. Our crew knows they're wrestling. And so, you know, folks might be showing up in that building for the first time, but it's not meaning that it's the first time that the SHW faithful has laid their eyes on them. And we right. got to see that with Adam Priest. And so I say, hey, this was a new year. Lots of new faces showed up. 
that's a new face that we need to see again at SHW. So all the powers that be, I'd like to see Adam Priest back in an SHW ring and as a regular at SHW, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure we said that on commentary that night was that, you know, I hope this is not the last we see of this guy. Absolutely. Um, I am curious as to who you're not saying on the air. I know you um, are. I, 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 <laughs> I, was, I was trying to describe him without saying his name, so I'll just say this. He, he has crippling tendencies. Let's see. Oh, oh, I got you. I was leaning towards uh, Brian Danielson. Yeah, you know what? Um, mm-hmm. The fans called him that, so yeah. Did they really? I got you. Mm-hmm. I got you. Yeah, I had my headset on, so I didn't hear it. <laughs> now, now yeah. I see. Now I, I, now I understand why you're not saying it. Um, yes. I was, I was thinking just as far as stature, his build, and yeah, yeah his Christmas and everything, uh, mm-hmm. Brian Danielson vibes. Is, I could go with that, too. I, I mean, like yeah. that whole makeup of a wrestler they're all from that same school of thought in terms yep. of precision and crispness. And I love that. And just, and just build that. too, just kind of that yes. shorter stocky stature, you know, just stocky, yeah. yeah. Um, Super intense. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. But yeah, hopefully powerful, we'll see. I mean, he, he wasn't, he wasn't just some small guy. He was, oh. like you said, he was built. He was powerful. Yes, absolutely. Well, hopefully that will not be the last we see of Adam priest mm-hmm. in the SHW ring. Yes. Um, moving on, before we got to the match, uh, match number two, we had uh, the GM himself, the mm-hmm. three-time promoter of the year, Mr. Gary Lamb, coming out to the ring, and uh, microphone in hand, of course. Now, he had joined us, uh, surprisingly, on the pre-show prior mm-hmm. to the beginning of SHW 35, and he informed us that because of the state of the world right now and with the new variants floating around, that uh, some last-minute changes had to be made. And he told us he would be coming out and making an announcement towards the beginning of the show to fill everybody in on some of the mm-hmm. shuffling of the uh, of the match card, so mm-hmm. to speak. And uh, he came out and informed us actually three different changes to the original card. Uh, one of those was, let's see, what was it? Michael Judas, Dylan McQueen, and Bryce Cannon. The three of them could not be there. So that mm-hmm. meant that their opponents were going to have different uh, – different opponents for their matches which is interesting to me and we talked about this on commentary is that all month long you've been planning you've been studying up you've been focused on this one guy who you think you're going to face and then literally literally right when the show starts you find out oh that guy's not coming now i've got this this other guy so uh anyways we'll get into those matches as we go down the card but one of them that i mentioned was judas he was supposed to face cyrus the destroyer right mm-hmm. before cyrus could come out to the ring zicky dice interrupts gary lamb who's in the middle of making this big announcement of course zicky he's uh promoting he's outlandish paradise zicky. he's uh mm-hmm. being zicky and mm-hmm. um <laughs> while he was out there i think what was it gary actually like went behind his back and talked to twitch and had some sort of ticket discount deal that zicky sure didn't did. even know about and 50%. so yeah half off and so Zicky got all fired up about it. And then Gary said, well, also, since I'm letting you out here to promote your show on my show, mm-hmm. Cyrus, uh, his opponent didn't show up tonight. So now you got Cyrus and the fans went wild and yeah. Zicky yeah. did not like that too much, but we ended up with an impromptu match there of Zicky dice and Cyrus, the destroyer, your thoughts. I hated it for Ziggy. I hated it. <laughs> I actually wondered, oh my God, is he going to be okay for his show in a week? Right. Mm-hmm. To, 
like tomorrow. I haven't heard anything from him. So um, is he good? Well, he, he walked out somehow, so I hope he's nursed Barely. his wounds in the Barely. last week. Because uh, he was... He took the Vader bomb, though. He took a lot. He sure did. Yeah. He sure did. That was probably the most costly win of his career. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. So th that's how he it ended. Win. Was And it was only because... Uh, uh, was it David Weekly was a ref in that match, I believe? Yeah. And he kept kind of trying to stop Cyrus from... You know, because Zicky would be in the ropes and Cyrus was still going after him. At one point, Cyrus picked up David Weekly and moved him out of the way. Moved sure him. And sure did. eventually, I think he did it once or twice more. And it was one too many times. And Weekly just, you know, disqualified him. Completely ignored the five count as well. Yeah, so. You, you yes, can't put did. your hands on the official. You can't be right. breaking the, the, the count. And so, yeah, a weekly, <laughs> weekly disqualified him. So Zicky somehow came away with the win. Mm -hmm. via dq but uh he did and not look like ticket to the process too. he didn't feel like he won i'm right. sure he didn't look like he won either no but, no uh, oh and then to add insult to injury so that ends cyrus goes to the back and then up on the big screen comes evil uno who mm. and i don't know if you have kept up with these guys on social media but they've been feuding over the past month on social media back and forth and it's twitch related and i i'll be totally honest with you i don't have twitch so i don't really keep i'm up. not on twitch but I know that there's some sort of beef going on there and they've been going back and forth on Twitter for a while now to where like, I was like, what in the world is like Zicky's got going on with, with Uno here? What, what's going on? Hey, 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 what is going on here? And, uh, and next thing we know, well, next thing we know, Uno shows, evil Uno shows up on the big screen and says they're going to settle it, settle it in the ring mm -hmm. tomorrow night at the outlandish paradise. So there's your main event, okay. Zicky dice versus evil Uno. So, mm -hmm. good luck to uh, to Zicky there. Absolutely, he's the he's the hometown guy. I don't have anything against yeah. Evil Uno personally, but no, but he he does claim SHW is his hometown. GB, GB, I know where you're going with this, and I can neither confirm nor deny. And I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Oh, okay, all right, all right. All Can't right. talk about it. <laughs> the fans that are listening that have no clue what we're talking they have about. no clue what's what? happening right now. <laughs> talk about what? Don't yeah. worry about it. No. Oh, it, goes back, it goes back a few years. Yeah. God bless that, Rosa. That's a callback. It's <laughs> a big callback. Two callbacks. Uh, anyways, uh, mm. moving on to the next match. Yes. Gunner <laughs> Miller. Mm. So his opponent was supposed to be Bryce Cannon. Bryce right? Cannon. Yeah. Who he mm -hmm. called, didn't he call him Bruce, I think? Yes. He called him everything except Bryce. <laughs> well, he ended up facing um, Carly Bravo. Bad News and mm -hmm. Tattoos, who, uh, you know, we talked about the awards earlier. Yes. Uh, this was not one of the categories, although I kind of feel like maybe they should add it. Yes. Well, part of me thinks that, but then part of me thinks, well, they've got a ton of categories as it is at this point. But you know what? <laughs> Rookie of the Year, I think, could and maybe should be a category. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of talk was said all year long about Carly Bravo well, and Hunter James. I'll give a nod to Hunter James, too, because he got a lot of mm -hmm. talk, too, about uh, yeah. being one of the top rookies. But yeah, I think if that had been an award, Carly Bravo would have won it hands down. I agree. And he ended up filling in at the last minute, made his way to Canton. And I think gave Gunner a run for his money. I don't think yeah. Gunner was expecting uh, Carly to put up such a, such, a, such a good fight, but I thought it was a great match. Mm -hmm. I was totally expecting Bryce. And you know how I feel about Bryce. Yes, Bryce, mm -hmm. the frat daddy cannon. 
Yeah. I swear. You guys, you guys got a little beef there. A little heat. A, a he has beef. beef. I'm chill. He's just mad his daddy's a fan. That's all. He's a fan of Mich- He's a fan of mine. He can't deal with it. He thinks I'm going to be a stepmom soon. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, he's afraid he's going to lose daddy's wealth to Diana. But I don't want it. But still, anyway. Wow. Either wow. way. Wow. I was really looking forward to Gunner mopping the floor with Bryce. Mm-hmm. He was very disrespectful the last time he was in our house. Yeah. Yes. The last two times he was in our house. So I was really looking forward to that. So when I found out he was sick, I love Carly. Mm-hmm. So I mean it did change. And and Gunner, Gunner has my respect. You guys know Gunner has my respect, but yeah. I love to see Carly in action. He he just I don't know, his animation and and just everything he does in the ring just it it keeps my attention. I just want to the faces he makes. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. GB, I agree. Totally, I we, totally. We, looking forward. I believe we said it before, GB. Uh, I believe it's called it. It. And uh, not I believe, information technology. <laughs> and I believe but it's <laughs> it. And I believe Carly has it. It. Absolutely. Not even the bad movie. <laughs> right. It's Carly Bravo. And right. uh, I will tell you this: right here on this podcast and on commentary, we talked about uh, believing that people like Ben Buchanan was a major star in the making. And we see the right. path that Ben Buchanan has taken recently. Um, I say the same thing about Carly Bravo. I totally agree. This guy should be rookie of the year somewhere, certainly here in Georgia, for the incredible first year that he's had. And now I believe this is his third or fourth appearance at SHW. He impresses every time he shows up. You know, last month he had an opportunity to be a tag team champion in a great match that the infantry had against Tech X. It's like amazing match. And uh, so I'm excited. To me, every time I watch Carly Bravo, he gets better and better and better. And he throws Mm -hmm. wrenches in the plans of a lot of people. You know, again, if you're preparing for Bryce Cannon and you get Carly Bravo, that you get totally different. You can't prepare for that mindset. And so it's a great thing that Gunner made it out, but Gunner, even Gunner in the ring gave big props to Carly Bravo because of all that Carly Bravo was able to do. And I'm just going to say this now. I think Carly Bravo is going to be a major star in the business. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I think he ends up wearing somebody's championship gold in 2022. And who knows? And I don't know if you know, he already has gold. He does in IWE. That's right. Um, and so I think there's more gold coming to him. Uh, mm-hmm. I think there are more opportunities coming his way. He is a star. And so I think our SHW faithful, um, which I think we do a good job of, is recognizing star talent when yes. we see it. Because you just never know when these people are going to end up in some other larger places. And he's already been, of course, in AEW on spaces like Dark and things like that. I think it's just a matter of time, folks. So uh, let's enjoy He's this. Te- he teams with Sean, so I mean. The door is wide open. Wide so, open. Uh, shout out to Carly Bravo and shout out to Gunnar Miller, who we've talked about here on this podcast, has struggled to stay focused, but found a way to stay focused in this match. He anticipated a potential uh, diversion and distraction. When it came, he stayed focused. He got out of his head and he stayed yes. focused. So shout out to Gunnar Miller. 
And what a great promo he cut at the end. Good oh, my Lord. gosh. Well, straight from the heart? I mean, really? Yes. Yeah, he uh, he got real. <laughs> he kept it he real. He did. Let, I let's like do I this football locker room or something. That was pretty awesome. What we need to do is mark this one down so that this time next year when people are talking about promo of the year, they've got one to look at because this <laughs> one is go. an early candidate. It's an there early candidate. There you go. I agree. He did Absolutely. awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. Nice uh, to hear him because you don't get it very often. That's right. Right. He's one that we don't hear talk very often. And so when he – the way he did it too was like so relaxed. He just sat down in the ring. He was just sitting there. And just talk to the crowd and just he he was calling Tank by his real name. I mean, yeah. he was really poking talk about poking the bear. Uh mm. so here's yeah. the thing. The last few months, Dan Wilson, Reverend Dan Wilson, Tank, they've been distracting Gunner. They've cost him two matches prior to uh this past show. Mm-hmm. And again, like you said, GP, he didn't let it affect him this time. They tried. Tank's they music tried. came on at some point during the match. Tried to get in his head. He stayed focused, hit the jackhammer, the spear, the jackhammer, one, two, three. That was all she wrote. But he just straight up called Tank out and said, look, I know you're a deathmatch guy. I'm not into deathmatch. I'm into wrestling. This is Southern Honor. We wrestle here. Come here. Let's wrestle. And now we await an answer here, I guess. So I don't know if it'll be February, March, any other time. I don't know. But I hope it's sooner rather than later because I want to see – Gunnar Miller in a ring with Tank. So this all goes back, by the way, to the Rumble Jack, where mm-hmm. Tank was eliminated by Gunnar Miller. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, he's decided to kind of like pick his points here, pick his spots. Do you and recall the moment that he was eliminated? Was he stabbing somebody in the head with some skewers at uh, the time? Well, also- one, of the, one of the visuals I have, clear as day, because I've seen the video a million times where it's been shared, was our buddy Nathan. Yes. getting skewered in the head right over the, the second rope. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Danny only took some uh, skewers to the head as well. Sure did. But, um, and then I know at one point Tank went through the table that was propped up in the corner thanks to Gunner. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then right. Gunner also was the one that eliminated him. So uh, there's all this, like, built-up uh, animosity there from that match. And Tank's been holding on to it and picking his spots here and, you know, interrupting Gunner in a number one contenders match and mm-hmm. costing him that match. And then costing him the match against Judas, which had championship implications to that match, yes. you know. So, um, I, it's, been, uh, it's been interesting to watch how it all unfolds here. But to see Gunner just finally say he's had enough and he's just like, look, you know, let's just do this. Let's call him out and let's, mm-hmm. let's have a match. I just don't know when it's going to happen yeah. or if it's going to happen, if he's going to answer the challenge. But uh, hopefully sooner rather than later. So, we'll see how that goes. But. Moving on down the list, uh, GB, we were talking about Carly Bravo, and you mentioned the match he had last month with Technical Excellence. Mm-hmm. So this match, number four, was Technical Excellence defending their right. tag team championships against the approved. And um, we had a special guest ref in this match. It was Todd Sexton. And the reason for that, and the reason for this match even taking place, I think, uh, mainly, was because it was the Jimmy Rave tribute match. And mm-hmm. All five of these men, including, uh, I'm counting Todd Sexton there, um, had quite a connection over the years with Jimmy Rave, and mm-hmm. which kind of made this match all the more special. Um, yeah. You know, we talked about it on the pre-show. We talked about it a little bit on commentary, whether or not they approved, deserved to even have a title match. You know, because I, I thought you could still have a Jimmy Rave tribute match without putting the titles on the line. Um, 
but it is what it is. I didn't, you know, I didn't make that part of the deal. Um, the, but people online, the fans, the only reason I bring it up, because a lot of the fans wondered, like, well, how did the approve earn a shot? Like, why are they getting a shot at the titles? I wish I could tell you. I don't know. But I do know that the fact that the titles were on the line and the fact that uh, Chip Day and Kyle Matthews retained the titles, mm-hmm. I felt like made the win that much more special. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not only was it a yeah. brilliant match, it was a great tribute, but the fact that they retained the titles with them being on the line kind of made it even more special and even a bigger deal. Yeah. Right. And sometimes it, it doesn't seem like there's a rhyme or reason why there's a title shot, you know, posted or whatever. I mean, the Buchanan's, how many do they have before? <laughs> right. So, I mean, God bless them, love them to death, but I, I still could not figure out why they were getting two title shots. And of course, with the uh, approved, and they had just lost to All Star Special the um, month before. I'm like, mm. but it was a Jimmy Ray thing, yeah. And that's what made it special. And and personally, I never got to meet Jimmy Ray, um, but it was it's very hard to go anywhere, anywhere independent wrestling, especially in Georgia, and not hear something about what he contributed to the sport. And his knowledge and his ability and and his all around presence. I mean, it's it's really hard to go anywhere without hearing something where Jimmy Rave has influenced a ton of people and and a lot of people who are influencing others, especially Chip Day and and, and Zach and the approved and and Todd and you know, I mean, you got all these people in um, or most of these people in in the awards categories and and Sal Sal Renaro, big big influenced by by jimmy rave and you know his legends living on and i mean it was it was a great match i mean yeah those two teams gave each other straight hell and it it was like holy crap will tech x come out on top i mean i mean it was it was just intense and and to see todd and and uh do his thing as as referee and and uh he is so knowledgeable i mean i don't know if anybody really realizes that unless you're in the back or you actually spend time with him, but mm-hmm. he's so knowledgeable in, in this whole wrestling, everything from, yeah. from door to door. He, he just knows what he's doing. And um, I, I mean, I was impressed. I, I love the match. I mean, I would watch that again and again, honestly, they, they did awesome. And, and, and that's just like a better word. That was an amazing match. Yeah. Yeah, you know, in terms of understanding the tag title element of it, I think it really had a lot more to do with Jimmy Rave's love for tag team wrestling. Yeah. Um, you know, over the years, I mean, tag team partners from Alex Shelley to Sal Renaro, um, he had the Rock and Rave uh, situation, of course, in Impact with Lance Archer um, and Christy Hemi. You know, he he was heavily involved in tag team wrestling. So, um, the tag titles being on the line with two tag teams, four men that were heavily influenced by him. I understand that a lot better now at, versus just looking at the merit of the approved, right? right? So this, it, it really had more to do with Jimmy Rave as uh, just a personality and in tribute to him. And I will say that they had a great tag match to your point, Diana, like they really, really did. And I think you know, all the while it was an honor of, of Jimmy Rave, which was just something very, very special. So again, these are moments that mean a whole lot. And uh, I'm also glad that Tech X was able to come out with the win 
because if the approved had won under those circumstances, you know, yikes, what do you do, right? Like, it's not like we can say, well, the match doesn't count because it was in tribute. No, it still counted. So uh, I'm glad that Tech X, knowing that Jimmy Rave was heavy on their hearts, was still able to pull out the win in that scenario. So shout out to Tech X, who I believe should be considered in the tag team of the year conversation because they, they are one of the best tag teams that definitely. we've ever seen. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and they should have been in it for this 2021 awards. But, I agree. You know, it's neither here nor there at this point. It's a little too late for that. But uh, back to the awards real quick. Um, I think I mentioned them. I, I, did I mention the Chip won Technical Wrestler of the Year? Yes. At least two times. This is for the second time. Uh, right. Which, what's kind of cool about that is the award is named after Kyle Matthews. Correct. Who's won it, what, like eight times or something eight like that? Eight times, that's right. And, so, and he was up for it this year as well, too. That's right. Uh, Chip Day ended up winning it, but it's named after his tag partner, which is just kind of crazy uh, yeah. how that worked out. Um, and then, of course, talking about Jimmy Rave, Jimmy Rave won the Legend Award this year, yes, uh, posthumously, of course. And, uh, but what was really cool and special is on the award show is Chip had just won the Technical Wrestler Award, and then they presented the Legends Award, and they kept Chip on the line. And Chip kind of accepted it on behalf of Jimmy Rave and Jimmy Rave's family and, and other close friends and wrestlers as well. And uh, if you do happen to go back and listen to it, that would be uh, – this is your warning for me to get a, to get warning, a tissue. Yes. Yeah, to yes. get a tissue because – uh, Emotional moment of the night. It that. was very emotional, and uh, Chip did a, a brilliant job of really just uh, – just everything he said was beautiful. And so mm-hmm. – uh, but it, yeah, whew, it was, yeah, it'll get you choked up. And, um, but anyways, it was, it was cool that Chip was able to accept that on behalf of Jimmy Rave. It was cool, uh, that Chip and Kyle were able to win the match and retain the titles. And mm-hmm. it was all, uh, just a very special match. And, yeah. uh, I thought it was really well done. Mm-hmm. But, uh, what was the most interesting thing was after the fact, and this may have been the biggest pop of the entire night. While Chip and Kyle were celebrating in the ring, mm-hmm. we heard the familiar sounds of some theme music mm-hmm. that it even took me a minute to realize, like, I knew I recognized it, but it had been so mm-hmm. long since I had heard it that I had to turn around to look at the screen. To like, I was like, mm-hmm. wait, whose music is this? Right. And then all the, you know, as soon as we look at the screen, it's, it's Matt and Joey Lynch, who we had not mm-hmm. seen since, I believe, last March. March. When, when they had lost the they were the inaugural tag team champions mm-hmm. uh and they had lost in march of 2021 mm-hmm. and we had not seen them since and i was i'll be honest i wasn't sure if they were even ever coming back because mm-hmm. you know everybody's got life things life, going on yeah. you know life that happens they've got family life and other things going on and so I just didn't He's know. Always sporting his new look, no, no ponytail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but it, but I mean, the crowd erupted, and I, you know, yeah. and I say it all the time, uh, you know, the the roof's going to come off the action building. But this was definitely one of those times where definitely. the crowd just exploded. Um, GB. Top of the night, sure. And GB had a, an awesome reaction, uh, just <laughs> that because it was so unbelievable. It was like, yeah. wait, am I really seeing this? Right. Um, and there was no talk. All they did, they came out on stage, they pointed at Chip and Kyle, mm-hmm. and uh, basically telling me that that's who they're gunning for. And mm-hmm. God, uh, I can't 
that. Now, now here's what's interesting, and I don't know if you guys saw this. It was either the day after or maybe a couple days later where our GM posted on uh, on social media saying that, like, he posted the picture of Matt and Joey when they showed up, but then he said, and he talked about, you know, I love these guys. They were there from the beginning, but then they left mm -hmm. and hadn't heard from them since, and they, you know, he was basically saying, like, they're not just going to come back and get a title shot. Right. Um, right. He made it sound like they're going to have to work their way from the bottom up, so I don't know if Matt and Joey are assuming they're just going to walk in and get a shot at the titles. Um, but then again, you mentioned Bull and Ben. Uh, we mentioned the approved. Like, it's just I, – I don't know how it all works. I don't make the matches. We just call what we see in right. the ring. So, uh, I think we're basically coming to stake their claim that that is their goal. That's where their eyes are leading. They, they want their titles back, and, whatever it takes. And they're going. I, I I think they realize that it's you can't just walk back up in the house and take what you had because you did lose them to lethal poison. Am I right? They, they Here's the thing. Though. Here's the thing. All I know is that when they were here and they were the tag team champs and they were at SHW every single month for mm -hmm. the first two years. Yeah. Uh, they to me were one of the best tag teams. Yes. In my opinion, yeah. on the indie scene, period. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, and since Tech X has formed, which was what, last January maybe? Yes. Or whatever Something it like was. And, and the Lynches have been gone, but now Tech mm -hmm. X has come on the scene. And to me, now Tech X is like the best tag team in indie wrestling. Mm -hmm. And right. so now when the Lynches showed up the other night, I'm like, talk about a match I never knew I wanted to see until right oh this moment. God. Yes. So I, I don't know when it's going to happen, but I want it to happen sooner rather than wait. later. Yeah. I can't wait. And I'm telling you, when Lynch Mob was tag champions, I thought nobody was beating them. There was no mm -hmm. way, no how they were going to be champs forever. Yeah. Whatever happened, happened. They they took off whatever they can't. You guys know I love Tech X. You know it. But that, that match there, give it to me now. I uh, want it now. I want it now. So so we know a few things, right? We know about uh, Gary Lamb. And Gary Lamb, I won't say he holds grudges. He can be fairly <laughs> really? forgiving yeah. at times. When? But there are certain things, <laughs> there are certain things that do it for <laughs> Gary Lamb. So, you know, there's this old saying that says, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah, I think that's what's happening because we've forgotten a few things. So leave it to me to give us the history lesson. And the history lesson goes like this. The Lynch brothers were one of the first people who Gary Lamb specifically said they must be in SHW. Hey, Dylan, bring anybody you want, but you gotta bring the Lynches. He went out on a limb. He's the only real request at the start of this thing that was made was for the Lynches. The Lynches come in, eventually tag team championships are created. They had a stellar cage match to win the titles. Man, all was great. The pandemic hits, they come back end of 2020. We've quoted this several times when Gary Lamb made a promise to them and said, hey guys, we haven't done a good job of bringing you great tag teams. So I'm going to go out on a limb in 2021, and I'm going to bring the best tag teams in the world here to SHW. And he made good on his promise. The only problem is the Lynches didn't show. 
They didn't show for so long until Gary Lamb was ready to strip them of the tag team championships if they didn't show up in March. They were supposed to show in January. No show. They're supposed to show in February. No show. He said, if you don't show up in March, I'm stripping you of the tag team titles. They show up in March. They lose the tag titles. And we've heard nothing from them. Not a word. Gary Lamb, the one guy who goes out on a limb for you, and you screw him. There's no way Gary Lamb's giving them a title shot anytime soon, and I wouldn't be surprised if he throws the entire kitchen sink at him before they get a title shot. So I want to see the match. You want to see the match. But we can't forget that they didn't just let Gary Lamb down. They let everybody in, in the wonderful action building down. The SHW faithful heard nothing from them for almost a year. No happy Thanksgiving, no happy Fourth of July, no Merry Christmas, no happy New Year. And you just show up in daddy's house and expect daddy to put you back in the place you're supposed to be. I, it I, I, doesn't happen that way. No, I, I know you don't want to call Gary your daddy. I get ugh, it. Ugh, but what I am saying ugh, is, ugh, think about this. We don't get to leave home and not say two words and then just show up and pick up where we left off. I don't know, man. The prodigal son, the whole story was just about that. And here's the difference. Gary ain't that kind of daddy. This is true. <laughs> Stop <laughs> calling Gary daddy. It's weird. He's somebody's daddy, just not yours. He ain't my daddy. He, he might be the godfather of Canton. We're just going to I'm that. just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying, the godfather, whatever you want to call him, I don't think he's just going to be that open and say, come on in and fight for the it. tag titles. Oh, you're, you're absolutely it. right. I agree. I don't need it. Yeah. But we can all anticipate. We can wish. We can wish. The lynch mob making their way through the tag teams of SHW to finally read the thing like all star special have something to say about that like well while they're making their way through as well i'm sure all star specials in that mix somewhere they they deserve a title shot they do they deserve a title shot they had the shot and then it got interrupted by approved to the approved yeah right um and they had an amazing match against tech x yeah that was the first time we've seen both they deserve their rematch then both hug and uh and Hanson, like, wrestle, like wrestle, wrestle, wrestle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wrestle. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, rather. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, what, what's right. interesting, too, that you just made me think of is I understand why Gary would have beef, why he'd be upset. But you mentioned the fans, too. But judging by the reaction from the fans, I don't know uh, that they have their feelings hurt that badly so because wait, they were very excited. I, and somebody's going to get mad at me for this, but. I'm a little concerned about our SHW faithful right now, and I'm going to tell you why. Uh -huh. They have very short memories. <laughs> October, still here three, after almost a year of running roughshod over people, choking folks with bats, hitting people with fire, all this stuff. David Ali goes away. Two months away, David Ali comes back, and he's a hero. What did he do different? He just went away. He stopped sticking his tongue out. So I, I, I'm just saying the memory of our SHW faithful is just, it's short. 
but listen, baby, even though that he choked you out, even though he did all those things, mm-hmm. SHW Faithful was still singing Hallelujah. They is- were still singing in his hillish form. The devils of SHW were singing his praises. They were. This is my point. This is my precise point. So, you know, what we consider hurting them, maybe they don't think is hurt. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I tell you what I am interested in. I'm interested in what Matt and Joey have to say. Whenever a mic is put in front part. of them, I want to hear, you know, why they've been away for nine months and what made them come back. Why now? I'm very curious. And maybe that'll fill up some of the gap because uh, I got questions. I still have questions for Ali. So maybe I think too much. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Just but you just can't, you just I, can't I just you slap me upside a, the face and then you, you know, finally and, deserve an apology. If he's gonna be nice, he 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 needs to apologize. I, I agree. I, I will what say I, this well, though, GB, is that maybe you think too much, but I don't think much. So like it <laughs> it evens everything. I beg out. to differ. I beg <laughs> to differ. I know well, it would really solve this, but I, I don't know that that we'd get what we really deserve. But you know. Maybe that's an all-fair conversation. I don't, no, I don't no, no. I can bring it on there. It's easy. Boy, we deserve the return of the queen. That. Oh, oh here we go. That's okay. what we deserve. It's what Mr. we Hawk has been busy deserve. out of state. I'm sure she, she'll make she, the rounds. Oh. She, she has been saving other spaces, saving other <laughs> states, saving other promotions. And listen. I understand. Expanding her queendom, you mean? I I serve at the pleasure of the queen. And I had to remind a certain someone of that on Friday as well. Oh. Yeah, it got a little. You'll see on IWTV. It it got a little dicey. And we'll get to that match because it was during Mm -hmm. the main event where we were Mm -hmm. joined by a special guest on commentary. SHW 35. God bless. You stepped right beside the main girl herself and did not get punched. I was. Well, it was weird because well, she I was, was the, the nuts. She was also the oh. nuts, the not so mean girl. If this is true, anyways, everybody's changing. David's changing. Oh, Danny's changing. Oh. It was kind of freaking oh. me out a little bit. Anyways, yeah, we we'll, get that that. We'll, we'll get Please. to that match. We'll get to that match. Um, GB, you said something that that actually kind of leads me into this next match. You said the queendom. Of course, uh-huh. you were. Of course, you were referring to uh, Rekka Tahaka and her Correct. queendom, Queen Rekka Tahaka. Yes. But if. Uh, if anybody's familiar with Dylan McQueen uh-huh. and the Dylan yes. McQueendom, yes. uh, he was supposed to be there and was. he was supposed to face Jordan Kingsley in our next mm-hmm. matchup. However, mm-hmm. he was one of the ones Gary had mentioned uh, had to get, get switched out at the last second. I will say, uh, having seen Dylan before, we, you know, you and I have called his stuff at uh, the Nightmare Factory. Uh, yeah. uh, a lot of people in the Southeast are familiar with him. He's, yeah, he showed up. That one. Yeah, and he's been at, uh, he was at the Rumble Jack uh, sure was. this past year. But this was, this was going to be the first time we saw him in singles action in right. an SHW ring. However, right. he couldn't make it last minute. And we got a replacement with uh, another guy that I'm a huge fan of. Mm-hmm. And I was very excited to get to see him return because his last couple of appearances in SHW, it had been a while, but they didn't go so well. Uh, it had been last summer. He faced yeah. sunny days and lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe he made a brief appearance in the Rumble Jack. And eliminated sunny days, yeah. Well, yeah, and but he also didn't last very long himself. Of course, mm-hmm. I'm talking about the man from Skrillaadelphia, Skrilla the Great, mm-hmm. two-time the, award-winning, 
that's right. So this year he most was the most improved. Yep. And uh and feud of the year. Feud of so, the year. Of the year. Mm -hmm. so it was cool seeing Skrilla there. Um Jordan, you know, he had joined us on commentary earlier in the night. I got, you know, got some love got love for Jordan, mm -hmm. but I also got love for Skrilla too, because when Skrilla showed yeah. up, I didn't know it was last minute. I didn't know he was right. gonna be there. Um I don't know that the crowd was feeling it. I feel like they were a little more behind Jordan in this match. Mm -hmm. But um to me, it was kind of a ooh. But again, as a commentator, as the award-winning commentary team, we got to remain unbiased, right? Broadcast journalists. That's right. <laughs> but anyways, uh, it, they put on a great match. Uh, it was good to see Skrilla back. Uh, it was good to see Jordan in action, as always. Uh, what would you guys think of this match before it was uh, rudely Man, interrupted? <laughs> I am a Skrilla fan. Mm -hmm. I am a Skrilla fan. I, I love the guy. Um, I've, I've loved seeing him progress and grow and, and get better and better and better. He's really got his nose to the grind right now. He is, he is determined to move on up. Mm -hmm. To the move east on side. Up. To the east side. Got that deluxe is. apartment <laughs> in the sky. In the sky. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> no, but he, he, he did bring it. He brought it. He brought his A game to Jordan. I didn't really know what to expect. You know, Jordan's not Walker. He's a high flyer. He's, he's all over the place. Uh, Skrilla, he has a, a, a wide array of, of arsenal, I guess you would say. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. thought he, oof, I thought he was just gonna, I love Jordan. I was so pulling for Skrilla. Uh -huh. I was, I was always all, all the way over on the Skrilla side of mountain. Mm -hmm. I was. Sorry, Jordan. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I gotta be true, man. I gotta, yeah. I gotta tell you the truth. I gotta tell you how. I mean, I can't lie because. Go lie. ahead. I'm gonna shut up. I'm gonna <laughs> shut up. I, I will say this. I think it was an even matchup. And it's interesting yeah. because, you know, this was all supposed to be part of the pick your poison. And this is right. part of the reason why, again, I say Jordan Kingsley did the better pick your poison. He ensured that his opponent obviously had lots of beef and had a one-upsmanship uh, with, of course, Kevin Ryan. But he also ensured that his opponent was able to arrive and arrive safely and be healthy and be safe and all those things. Kevin Ryan did not take those kinds of precautions to ensure. So really, Kevin Ryan's choice was not even up to Kevin Ryan. Right. That, I think, really threw a lot of things off. But it was a great moment for Skrilla the Great. I think Skrilla the Great, uh, certainly when you look at what has happened to him in this last year, uh, all of the things that he's done, most improved, et cetera, et cetera, this mm -hmm. then becomes the right time for him to show up at SHW and to completely take it to Jordan Kingsley. I think sometimes we can get caught up as wrestling fans and pundits in wins and losses. And sometimes right. the greatness of a superstar isn't necessarily always displayed in a win or a loss. You know, you look at what happened between Cyrus and Zicky. Zicky technically got the win, but did he, right? And so I think, and you look at this situation where uh, uh, Skrilla actually walked away from the ring and Jordan Kingsley needed help, thanks to some things that happened afterwards, he was only beaten down because Skrilla gave him a really hard time. So I think Skrilla really came out and showed the world, 
SHW is a place that he belongs. Right. And uh, I'm more excited about the possibility of seeing him back. I'm equally excited for Jordan Kingsley, who needed this win mm-hmm. more than Skrilla, believe it or not. Because right. after the 2021 that Jordan Kingsley had, he was going to really have to really reconsider perhaps other career options if he didn't right. get a win. Because all year had been filled with losses and disappointments and things of that nature. Um, I mean, so it Cyrus was a- ran crazy on him oh, in 2021. I mean, I'm just glad that mess is over. Yeah, for his well-being. Because right. Cyrus it was, put it, was it to get- him. It was getting hard to watch every year. Yeah. Was, we started to need the mercy rule when it came to those two. Right. Like so, I was tapping out for him. You yes. know, like, please, please, sir. Part so. of a champion, but good God. Absolutely. So, yeah. So uh, Kingsley came out on top of the match, but like you said, it was very even uh, throughout most of the match, but Kingsley did get the win. However, afterwards it didn't look like he won much because yeah. Ryan attacked him. And then Diana, you alluded to this earlier. That's when Adam priest, uh, came back out and actually made the save for uh, for Jordan there. So, is there does that mean kind of a new alliance there between Adam Priest and Jordan Kingsley? Are we going to see more of Adam Priest in the future? Uh, I wouldn't hate it. I, I, wouldn't I wouldn't hate it either. But what I do know for sure is that things are not over between Kevin uh, Ryan no. and Jordan Kingsley. So, we not by see. a long shot. Not yet. Not yet by a long shot. <laughs> right. Uh, right. Moving down the list, though, we had Sauronaro. Uh and if you recall last month, for some reason, Sauronaro got in the ring and was calling out the heathen cruel mm-hmm. uh, for the damage, that, of yeah. the damage that he had done to Sunny Days. And yeah. Sunny Days, of course, being one half of Happy Madness with Sauronaro. At one point, they were the Southern Fried Tag Champs. And uh, yeah. Well, Sal's so. not exactly in his right mind to be calling out. He, he seems to have a few screws loose. Right. Uh, well, Cruel was not there last month, but guess mm-hmm. what? He got the message. He heard the challenge, and he was there. Uh, he was there this past week, and mm-hmm. so we saw Sauronaro facing the heathen Cruel. And GB, got the win. I said it throughout the night, throughout the match on commentary, and Diana, I'm sure you felt the same way from where you were sitting. I was shocked. And how much of a fight Sauronaro put up against Cruel. I couldn't believe it. I think everybody, everybody watching anticipated a, a squash match of sorts or at least a, a pretty big beatdown. And Sauronaro. Sal's squirrely. He, he, he's technical, <laughs> but he's so squirrely. It's mm-hmm. like Cruel couldn't get his hands on him. He just kept slipping through, you know, through his legs, around his – he has games and he has jokes. Like I said, he ain't all there. Whatever he's got, it was working for him because, I mean, he yes. just – it, totally it wouldn't fun. stay down. He would take a beating, uh, take a licking, and keep on ticking, as they mm-hmm. say. And he well, just – You see how these people who are kind of off, they can take a lot – they don't – it don't register. <laughs> it's like the pain doesn't register. So they don't know they need to chill. They, they just keep on coming and keep on coming. It, maybe maybe it, that's what it is. I don't know. But whatever it was, though, I was, I was just stunned. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah. totally agree. I, I was stunned. I, I could not believe the things that I saw in that match. I could not believe how long uh, he hung with Cruel. And I can't believe that he got the win. Yeah. He did. <laughs> After he put he him through the table. Like, like, huh? Sal put Cruel through the table. 
if I had not been there myself, I would not have believed it. So go to IWTV when this Please. hits and watch it because you need to see it yourself. He did not have the help of, of a tandem. He did not have a faction. He, he didn't have a chain. A right. Just, he, might, he needed he needed a chain. Yeah. But he, I just, he didn't have all that. He didn't have. Yeah. Speaking of yeah. speaking of chain, you you know, GB, you even pointed it out. You know, normally Brooklyn is with Cruel, and, and Brooklyn seems to be the only one that can kind of keep him on a leash and kind of pull him back or calm him down when need be. Right. And she wasn't there, so he was completely unleashed the whole time. Yeah, completely. Um, he destroyed it, destroyed ringside. And I don't really want to get into it because there was a lot of backstage aftermath some heat some bad stuff that went down but yes there was some stuff involving the crowd when he was on his way out and we don't condone any of that uh i hope that it doesn't happen again um this could be the problem of brooklyn not being there right yeah like he was I'm, completely as much as i hate it I'm, I'm gonna need her to be there yeah like i mean he's <laughs> never he has never behaved this wild outside of you know with when when Brooklyn was there. I mean, don't get me wrong. Putting Zach through a table was significant. She However, allowed, she allowed yeah, she, that. She, and when he went to go even crazier, she pulled him back. Right. And Zach was also on the inside of the guardrail. That's not to Correct. excuse it. But, but I mean, yeah. think about this. He, he was, he threw the ring stairs. I mean, like he, he was- Both pieces of the table. Yeah, I mean, he, he, it, he just snapped. Yeah, and uh, it was so not a only scary with Brooklyn not being there, but add on to that that Sal beat him, <laughs> and, right? You know, not only shocked the crowd, <laughs> table. but shocked mm -hmm. Cruel as well. Um, yeah. Just real quick, just to rewind one second, one of my favorite things that Sal did during the match, and maybe this is something that Cruel, you know, because he hasn't, he's wrestled most of his career without a mask, you know, up yeah. until the right. past six months to a year, has he started wearing this mask, and when yeah. Sal went to turn the mask and kind of blinded yeah. him temporarily. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's brilliant. <laughs> like, Absolutely what, brilliant. What like, why have more people such thought a of that? Sal thing to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, anyways, it was a, it was a wild match. Um, the aftermath was insane. I honestly don't know how much of it's going to be on IWTV. So I don't know where the, the where it's going to cut off. Um, so well, if it's, if, I don't know. If it's, it's definitely on Facebook. Yeah, because I was gonna say if you didn't see it in person, video. Yeah. yeah, you'll probably see it somewhere if you hadn't seen it already. But uh, it was uh, it's a little nuts. But uh, thankfully, everybody's okay. Yeah, yeah, nobody nobody was seriously injured. Everything was good. But um, moving on to our main event. Speaking of everything being wild, uh, <laughs> the main event saw Joe Black and AC Mack teaming together, uh, taking Here. on Owen Knight and David Ali. Weirder. Which was, uh, yeah, which was a bit of a... And it got weirder. Which was it a bit did. of a new era reunion. It reunion. already had people talk. It already had the fans talking prior to the show. Like, hey, but this is kind of, a, kind of a new era reunion. And then all of a sudden, the actual new era music hit. And yeah. out comes Danny Jordan to uh, complete the, the reunion of sorts with Danny, Owen, David Ali. And... Um, that was, that was pretty wild. And so Danny the love, ended up, the love from the fans. Oh my God. And the fans were going nuts. And again, GB, yeah. like, you're right. I, I don't quite understand unless all the only explanation is 
absence makes the heart grow fonder? Because, I mean, other than that, like, I don't know. You're right. Maybe David was so such familiarity a, makes you feel more comfortable. David was such a bad guy. <laughs> and mm. so all of a sudden. Literally. I, yeah. And, and same with Danny, you know, being the real mean girl. She was just, she was just mean. She's just mean. Mm. And now you, you they love that. it though. Yeah. And Those so fans love the torture. They love it. So she ends up joining us on commentary. Um, which by the way, I had no we didn't know that that was gonna happen. So like there was no chair waiting for her when she got out there. So we thought her, you know, with her history being the real mean girl, I thought she was gonna be pretty fired up. But no, she just went and got a chair and came back over and I was uh, all she she took my chair. Oh, you made a point that. to take my chair, and it, it is fun. Oh, it's, uh, it's she can have it. It's fine, but she, yeah, it was mine. I did not. I had, to, I had to get a chair from the. A fan gave me his chair, so I would have to wear it. Wow, gotcha. Wow. Gotcha. Girl tendencies. Mm -hmm. Well, there you go. Well, <laughs> yes. so anyway, she joined us on commentary uh, in Diana's chair, apparently, which I was unaware. So, uh, but from what I could tell from GB, you could back me up here. She well until you brought up the Rekka thing, but prior to that, she was seemed to be pretty good uh, in a pretty good mood. And, I need uh, to know about this. Well, real, me, right? you, you'll see it on uh, uh, IWTV. But let me just say, I try my best to steer it quickly back to the ring that was <laughs> happening in front of us, or, or the match I, that was happening in the ring. Well, um, I mean, here's the thing: I'm the guy that's going to ask the questions again. You don't get to leave home for an extended period of time and yeah, us not know why. So. I mentioned we have not seen her since Still Here 3. And we haven't. She, and had, she, a, she had an injury. She, did, she didn't want to acknowledge the queen because the queen put the beat down on her so bad that it caused her to leave SHW for three months. Did you say that to her? I, no. I, before I no. could say it, Brandon steered things away. But Thank the God of it is, she would have punched you. Well, she wasn't gonna punch me. She likes me. She'd have punched Brandon. She likes wait, me. No, wait, what makes you <laughs> think she likes you? Wait a second. <laughs> well, here's here's the deal. But what I do know is, what I do know is, she likes me, but she doesn't <laughs> like the queendom. And being, I did, I did openly admit that I serve at the pleasure of the queen. That's so, nobody's, nobody questions that, GB. Well, I just wanted it to be, I didn't want anybody to think that, you know, somebody, another queen tries to show up and my allegiance changes. No, no. <laughs> I am loyal to the oh. soil. All right. So <laughs> shout out to the queen who is still, and by the way, I, I am going to make good on my promise. I know she's busy, but I did promise we're going to deliver the queen. To the podcast and i'm gonna make sure that that happens so that the faithful know if the queen is still here but yeah we did have that, that would be interesting but that but be now i will say i will say this because i don't want to get too lost i also asked her what's going on with this new era thing uh -huh. because to me i'm just like again my memory being what it is a year ago those three were standing in the same ring Surrounded by a steel cage, David Ali was the champion, and the final view that you have is a handcuffed Owen Knight with poor Danny, Danny Jordan having to count the one, two, three, almost being threatened by David Ali. And now the three of them 
you know, are singing Kumbaya. What is happening here? Maybe David was exercised. Well, what she did say, though, she did say that families fight and sometimes you have to fight it out to realize that, you know, uh, hey, we love each other, which I understand because sometimes the best fights we've ever had are with our siblings. Heard. Heard. I have two brothers. I know exactly what you mean. Exactly. But, I got four but sisters. That's a long, long fight if that's the case. I got, but you I got, know this. Some got, family feuds last for a long time. Well, I've got yeah. four sisters and they beat me up ever since I was little. So, I well, get there it. you go. I mean, you, you can't beat them up. That's not fair. So I know, right? It's not fair. What? Yeah. I don't want to hear that because I got it. I got it from the top and bottom. I have an older and a younger brother and they beat crap out of me. I had a fight for my life. <laughs> I'm still but I, here. But, but there you go. <laughs> still here. Three. Four. Four. Yeah. Three and a half. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, on to the actual match at hand. Uh, oh, what a match. And I'll be honest, GB. Like, oh, we hadn't even talked about that yet. I'm sorry. Trying to like, focus on the match when, when Danny's over there and, and there's a lot of conversation and craziness going on, especially when it spills to the outside. Yeah. You know, you got two guys over here fighting it out. You got two guys over here fighting it out. It's kind of hard to keep up with, man. <laughs> you know, it it's like it was Tell a challenge. It. Trying to focus here. But uh, I do know that at one point, uh, uh, was it David and Mac ended up fighting their way to the backstage? Mm -hmm. um, yes. It was yeah. Owen and Joe left in the ring. Joe ends up getting the pinfall over mm. Owen Knight. And he mm. immediately calls for the microphone, immediately calls for Gary Lamb saying, hey, I pinned your champion. Now, keep in mind, last month, Gary told him, like, you're not getting a rematch. Mm -hmm. after the stunt that joe pulled last month and of course joe's not happy about that but he pins owen knight in this tag match he c calls gary out says hey i pinned your champ where's my rematch no gary no gary nobody's coming out uh and then here's where things got real hairy um mm -hmm. he came down to the ringside where we were sitting grabbed danny by a handful of hair surprisingly though he didn't go straight for her yeah, because we didn't know what he was doing. We thought maybe he was just making his way to the back. And then yeah. he, like, stopped at the table, and then he turned, grabs a handful of hair, rips the headset off, throws her into the ring, puts her in the chokehold, and then starts singing karaoke, singing Johnny Cash's version of the song Hurt, mm. which was so surreal to be seeing that. And we're screaming, like, you know, Joe, let her go. Come on. Mm -hmm. Somebody do something. And finally Gary comes out and, and – you know, demanding that he let her go. Joe says, am I getting my rematch? Am I getting my rematch? Am I getting my rematch? Finally, Gary relents and says, yes, you get a rematch. Joe finally lets go. He got his way. We don't know when the rematch is. Will it be in February? We don't, we don't know the details yet. Um, stay tuned to social media to figure all that out. But um, it was just quite, quite a way to end the show. Um, and I just... Straight out of her shoe, and that freaked me out. It is just so surreal to see Joe acting the way he's acting. And again, like when he first turned last, was it last month? It was a December. And I remember saying, like, we're seeing a side of Joe Black we haven't seen in a long time. Or maybe it was a month before when he faced him. Yeah, I think it was November. Yeah. yeah. So it was November. And I remember saying that, like, this side, because when I first was familiar with Joe, when he first started in SHW, um, he wasn't. He, he, he got himself – like, he just organically got over, you know, because he would always has this kind of bad attitude early on. And then the fans – he just turned into this, like, guy that the fans just adored, you know, and the fans absolutely loved the guy. 
and it wasn't that he would come out and be all bubbly and happy-go-lucky. He was still no, just he serious. Was taking take himself. Take care yeah. of business, but the fans loved it. And then, so to see him over the last couple of months turn this, flip this switch, and it's just weird, man. It is so weird to see him acting like it's scary, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he, when he and Huck were going through their feud, and he, I remember the promo where he made the statement, was, I should have killed you. I should have mm-hmm. killed you. Yeah. Talking to Huck, that side of Joe is, I think that's what we have now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But see, the thing is, during that feud was that's just how bad everybody hated Huckabee at the time. Right. Was that Joe could act that way, but everybody would still be behind him and against it's still, Huckabee. It's still all so, that, yeah. all that yeah. emotion and all that mentality. All that, all that, that rage. There that, yeah, that flipped him. God, that wanting the, the, the match of the year as well as that, oh my, the dog collar match was out of this world. Mm-hmm. That was out of this world. But I, I don't think we're going to see something like that as far as he and Owen are concerned, as far as dog collar, whatever. It's just going to be a brawl. Time yeah. will tell. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to play out. But uh, I do know that it's scary. And it was yeah. disgusting. His actions at the, end of the, at the end of the show, you know, it, had it been – had he done that to, Dan, uh, to, to David or to Owen, yeah, I wouldn't have liked that either. But it was Danny. It was Danny it was Jordan. Dan- I mean, come on, man. Look at this. Injured. He's still not yeah. well. Yeah. And, and, and not to take anything away from her ability and her talent. No. But uh. with somebody like Joe Black and he's doing that to yeah. Danny, like, yeah. come on, man. That's you. you the he, line he was way back here. The line was way back here. You, you have yeah. way crossed the line. Like, totally. Yeah, totally. Uh, anyways. Totally. Um, yeah. I, I echo that. I'm glad she walked, she walked out on her own, which is great. It, it got scary. It got yeah. very, very scary. And I definitely don't condone that type of action. It's scary. And I think everybody in SHW should be very concerned right now. Because if Joe Black will do that to get a shot at the SHW championship, what will he do to actually win it? Yeah. Wow. Who will he hurt? Who will he go through? What will This is a different Joe Black than who faced... Owen Knight just a couple of months ago in that 30-minute classic. You yeah. know, that 30-minute classic, he was willing to, you know, stay within the rules and do what was honorable. And I think something snapped in him. And I think what snapped is this idea that honor doesn't matter. Good guys finish last in his mind right now. And so by any means necessary is where he's at. And that could mean anything. Because if he grabbed Danny and he knew she was on commentary and he did it because he knew it would get to Owen, what else will he do? That's the real question. And that's a very dangerous Joe Black. That's not the Joe Black you want to cross. Not at all. Nope. I wouldn't want to cross Joe Black on a good day. (laughs) This is true. Much less on a bad day. And there's been a lot of bad days over the last couple months. With Joe Black. The, uh, he's no longer the killer weight. He's the black cloud, you know. And he's I the said, black, black cloud. And I said it last month when he came to the ring for his match. You know, like a, it felt like a black cloud. It just started hovering over the action building when he mm-hmm. made his way out. Like that's mm-hmm. how eerie it feels when he comes out. Yes. Um, yes. And, you know, we talked about this before too, GB and Diana. But, like, when he comes out, he stops by the commentary table and he just gives us that cold stare. And it's just bone chilling, right? 
Well, I'm even scarier right now with what I say about Joe Black. Well, even scarier than that was when he comes out and he's got this psychotic grin and he's kind of singing along to his theme music and he, but he's making straight eye contact with us when he's coming out of the ring and it's just like, it's like you know, like I'm telling GB like, him. look away, we got to look away, look away, look yeah. away. Yeah, oh, like yeah, you yeah. can picture him walking through the gates of hell doing his business so whatever he wants to do and turn around and walk him right back out at his pleasure yeah. no fear no remorse no regard it's, it's something mm-hmm. when he and owen finally do meet up again which i do believe is soon i'm, I'm gonna need owen to dig deep real deep he's gonna have to dig deep not just to overcome joe's physical ability but his whatever's going on is driving him to be what he's being right now is mm-hmm. and the thing is you know like with all that going on he just won wrestler of the year for the second oh, yeah. year in a row and oh, yeah. so <laughs> you know whatever's going on in his head he's got that on top of it to, to brag yeah. to, to pump it up <laughs> even more to tell these guys hey I'm the man. I just won it for mm-hmm. second year in a row. And mm-hmm. in his award speech, he even talked about how first year he won it was like half the year he was injured. Second year right. he right. won it, he came back after half year of being injured. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. and you guys can't win it on a full year of being healthy. So, mm-hmm. you know, it just adds to his motivation and everything that he's better than these guys. And, and, and you know, think about this too, with now the reformation of the new era, Think about this idea that not only does he have a leg up over Owen Knight having just pinned Owen Knight, now that he's a two-time wrestler of the year and he did it in a space where a lot of pundits thought that Owen's now brother again, David Ali, would be the one to walk away with that. So there's a psychological advantage that Joe Black has right now over all things new era. He's pinned Owen Knight. He attacked Danny Jordan. He beats out Danny or David Ali for wrestler of the year. He is one upped all of new era. <laughs> and talk about psychological. He even says in his uh, acceptance speech uh, the other night, he's like, Hey, I've, I'll be honest. I voted for David Ali mm. and everybody else still voted for me, you know? And wow. so he ended up still winning the thing. Wow. And talk about getting a, a psychological advantage over David mm-hmm. Ali. I mean, mm-hmm. if that doesn't do it. Then. So this gets very interesting, folks. And I think Owen Knight is about to be as severely tested as he has been in his title reign. And who knows what will happen. We've got a a lot to unpack as we head into SHW 36 in February. And um, over the next, you know, few weeks, just stay tuned to social media as we start announcing matches and all that good stuff. And uh, it's going to be, it's going to be exciting. We say it every, every, every every month after the show we get excited for the next show like i'm already ready for it but uh we got a few weeks to wait but it's going to be good and of course we'll be back here with you on this podcast over the next few weeks as we build up to that show so build it uh, up buddy if you guys do you guys have anything else for the fans before we let them go we run a little long here you guys good happy new year happy Happy New new year we'll see you in february do not miss happy new year go dogs and uh hey Uh, Until next time, this has been SHW. This is our wrestling.